everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast, brought to you by the Shepherd Express. I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which, in addition to being the podcast you're listening to right now, is a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. Speaking of, our next live in-person show is coming up on Saturday, June the 17th. On that show, we'll have Kristen Lighty, Reagan Nimala, Natalie Wickman, Emilio De Tori, the accounts of Homeland Security. We'll also have a special interview with Heather dubois borian from the Wisconsin Public Education Network. Advanced tickets are only $8, and they're on sale now at laughingliberallymke.com. I'm so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Randy Cochran from the accounts of Homeland Security. Randy, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. All right. So, Randy, buddy, let's talk about right wing cancel culture. So uh, homophobic and transphobic right wingers have recently targeted Target for selling pride clothing. Kid Rock almost infamously shot up cases of Bud Light with, with an assault rifle. But the latest subject of right wing cancel culture is actually a surprising one. The subject is... Chick-fil-A, the famously, famously homophobic, transphobic fast food chain who has given millions to anti-LGBTQ causes, is beloved by conservatives everywhere. Well, not all of them anymore. So this controversy began about a week ago when a conservative commentator named Joey Manorio tweeted the following. He tweeted, quote, We have a problem. Chick-fil-A just hired a VP of diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is bad. Very bad. I don't want to have a boycott. Are we going to have to boycott? All right, so for starters, for starters, I personally feel ridiculous defending Chick-fil-A because, frankly, screw them and their homophobic chicken. But, like, seriously, a DEI office is something that pretty much all giant corporations have, but conservatives are hating this one. So can you imagine how big of an asshole you must be to be against diversity, to be against equity, to be against inclusion? It's like, oh, forget diversity, equity. Equity and inclusion. How about homogeny, inequity, and exclusion? So some elected officials are getting in on the Chick-fil-A hate game. Uh, Representative Dan Bishop from North Carolina said, quote, The abhorrent conduct comes from a putative ally, someone we've relied on. It really must be sad relying on a chicken sandwich to be as ignorant and hateful as you are. <laughs> so additionally, there's this young conservative comm- commentator for Turning Point USA named Morgan McMichael. Uh, and she made a video where she said, I'm not making this up. She said the following quote, quote, and they, like, Randy, like we make up stuff like this all the time. This is like, like we couldn't have written a better better thing for uh, this person to say. This is an actual quote. She goes, quote, Chick-fil-A, you are no longer the Lord chicken. You're actually the woke chicken, and I'm really upset about it as a Christian woman. So in the video, she that she says she doesn't go to Chick-fil-A. She goes across the street to get chicken at Raising Cane's, which is another like chicken finger fast food chain. Thing is, she didn't actually realize that Raising Cane's apparently has a really great corporate record on LGBTQ issues. So sadly for her, there may not be anywhere left for this Christian woman to go to get the Lord's chicken. I'm reminded of the famous Bible story where Jesus Christ fed hundreds and hundreds of his followers with just five chicken fingers and a side of waffle fries. The whole thing's nuts. Randy, what are your thoughts on all this? 
Well, first off, let me just say uh, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you guys are around and I want you to keep being around and I want you to be healthy, happy and secure. And I want you to have all of the same opportunities that we have. Um, Us straight white males out here, you know, (laughs) we've controlled things for too long and it's about time other people start, you know, (laughs) getting the same same stuff. So um, aside from that, uh, you know. The Lord's chicken. <laughs> it, it's it sounds like a sex position to me. <laughs> and like maybe I'll maybe maybe I'll do some research along that line. But um, you know, I, I got some news for these these fuckers. Um you know, they're like, oh God, uh this this Chick-fil-A has a DEI person or you know, whatever. Um I got some bad news for you guys. Um so I, I did a little search here of the most conservative companies uh, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and whether they had any kind of DEI policies or um, inclusionary language on their websites and everything. So I'll start off with the good news for the right. Um, Hobby Lobby has no such thing, and they probably never will until, you know, the guy dies. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> Which God willing, maybe maybe <laughs> soon. Um, uh, if you're into home uh, home improvement, uh, Menards does not have anything on their website about inclusion or diversity or equity. But um, you get past that, uh, Lowe's. Nope, you guys can't go there anymore. Home Depot. Nope. Um, maybe you're feeling a bit peckish. Wendy's, one of the most conservative employers in the country has diversity, equity, and inclusion. So does McDonald's. So does another uh, right-wing or traditionally right-wing supportive company, Papa John's. Um, Then you get past that, the Mosaic Company, who I think they do mining equipment, um, and they're based out of St. Louis, and they have (laughs) diversity, equity, inclusion. Then ExxonMobil, Chevron, (laughs) ConocoPhillips, like Sintas, the uniform company, they have it. Arch Resources, which is like, I don't know what maybe that's the mining one. I don't know. But anyway, they're the ones I was thinking. Uh they have equal opportunity employment and affirmative action on their website, which is basically like the old school way of diversity, equity, inclusion. Okay, cool. Um, maybe you like to drive right wing America. You probably love your Ford trucks, right? <laughs> well, guess what? You can't love them anymore. Uh, nor Chevy. You can't love Chevy because they have a DEI. Um initiative and policies and they have people on staff just for that um maybe you like jeep right you like the the liberty and you like the patriot and you like who knows the bombing third world country that's probably going to be a model name some at some point but no you can't stellantis the parent company of jeep they're all up in that dei um dillard's uh, can't get pants anymore. <laughs> Amazon. Well, you can't shop at Amazon. And guess what? The world or the U.S.'s largest employer is Walmart. And you know how they love Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. Well, mm, they're not going to love Walmart anytime soon after this when I say that they are all up in the guts of DEI. And fully 80% of U.S. employers have DEI policies or, um, you know, uh, places so or uh, positions. Yeah. Um, so I don't 
know that this is a good hill for them to die on, <laughs> really. But I don't know. Like, I guess I shouldn't expect anything different from the the people who just don't want to get along with anybody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much my thoughts on it. I, yeah. I think uh, it's, it's it's ridiculous. It, it's horrible, and uh, you know, I bet. I bet Jesus had DEI. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's in like it's in like one of the, I think it's actually one of the like late books of the Bible that no or maybe one I, of the exactly the the book of DEI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Well, so, Excelsis DEI. You know? <laughs> so Randy, my friend, uh, you are also a member along with myself and uh, Tim and Bob and Zach of the Accounts of Homeland Security, a sketch comedy group. Um, I always ask the guests how's comedy been treating you. Um, I, you know, accountants were all always plowing along we just did our we just had a big half hour show a big hour show we do laughing liberally every month um but i actually wanted to ask you something a little different here um in addition to being a comedian you also do a lot of really cool graphic design like you did the accountants logo you do logos for bands tell me a little bit about that and kind of tell me the difference for you as an artist working with graphics and working with comedy what's what's the difference is there a different approach how does that actually work uh, uh, for you kind of approaching this well <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you a similarity first and that is that i'm lazy so <laughs> no but... <laughs> you randy no no <laughs> so, yeah yeah i know it's hard to believe uh but that what that how that translates is i whenever i try to iterate on something or I need to iterate on something. I know that it's not the best work. And like, there's an idea there, there's a spark and I need to clean it up. I need to go back and make it better, turn it into a fire. Sometimes I just have a hard time getting, getting to it. And then, you know, lately with uh, things <laughs> with the fa- family issues and, mm-hmm. and helping my dad out, it's um, those sparks are almost non-existent. So, you know, but yeah, that's, that's kind of like, the the similarity where they differ um i think the i think language and writing uh come to me um perhaps a little bit a little bit harder mm-hmm. than the like the graphic lexicon um I mean, it, it, I feel like it's easier for me to ex- express myself visually, but again, like like I was saying, you know, problems with uh, procrastination or whatever else. And I'm also my the, the perfectionist to a, a degree. So, like, you know, iteration takes getting over that um, that like self criticism and and sort of beating yourself down to um, reach that higher plane. Uh, so. I feel like I'm more willing to edit and refine the the written word versus the vis- visuals. Um, it seems like, you know, and it could be a problem with my process too. You know, I've done graphics for, thir- you know, 30 some years, some form of graphic design or illustration or animation or video editing or whatever else and out um, effects. So... <clears throat> you would think my process would get get better. And, and to some degree it has like, I've, uh, you know, I use layers in my Photoshop documents and I named them. You mm, know? Nice. But, and I put them into groups and I make things pretty, 
pretty well, easy to follow and change. But um, you know, there's always a there's always a learning curve to new tools and programs and um, new things that are coming all the time, and I don't don't always catch them. So like, you know, there are probably ways to to be a bit more iterative that I don't know about and that would help me immensely. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say that's the difference. Is like I'm. I'm somehow, I think I'm somehow more comfortable with the written word and comedy, uh, even though I think maybe I'm better at the design, you know, design and, and visual stuff. Well, if people um, are, uh, people are looking to find, uh, some of your, some of the comedy with the accounts of Homeland Security, uh, where can they find that? And if they want to look at some of your, your graphic design and your art, where can they find those things on the interwebs? So in general, I don't have a whole lot <laughs> posted online, but I do have a, uh, a store on Threadless and it's um, uh, it's threadless.com slash drag free, like D-R-A-G-F-R-E-E. And it's mostly um, it's mostly like fishing kind of related stuff, like trout related, because I'm, I'm really into nature and the outdoors. And um, I'm also into technical drawing and and um abstract art and everything so the goal for me on with that pro particular project is to kind of like um go beyond what is traditionally there which is mostly like landscape paintings or you know paintings of fish or, uh -huh. you know, like <laughs> it's very standard it's almost like uh about a, a bunch of bob ross paintings i mean right. it's better than that but like so i i try to go against that grain and, and provide stuff that's maybe thinks, you know, you, you need a, a little bit more thought involved to, to kind of come away with something or something that's not 100% like literal. So, but then I have some other stuff that's, you know, kind of just playful. I've got some kawaii illustrations on there. I've got some, um, yeah, some very technical kind of pattern based stuff. So it's kind of an outlet to be, have fun. Um, and I'll start including some, some music-based stuff that's also kind of <laughs> fun, fishy-related, like weird stuff. So yeah, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now with uh, with that project. And of that's course, basically. and of course, the accounts is accounts of Homeland Security .com, which I know you yes. actually know the domain, which the other accounts don't actually know. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Randy, we're out of time uh, again. Thanks, uh, good talking to you, buddy. Thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for being on the show. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me again. All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 72 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.